Thanks for joining us for this episode. And before we get started, please take a moment to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you may listen to podcasts. If you want to learn more about any guest featured in this episode or access any content or resources discussed, be sure to check out the show notes in the episode description. We hope today's episode increases truth and inspires hope in the lives of your church, your business, your family, and beyond. Welcome to the Must Increase Podcast. You and I did have the same job. You know, I worked. Very same uh, yeah, it's literally the exact same job, exact same job description. Of course, you've done it more recently than I have. Um, I was about six years ago serving in that as that media director role at the same church, and uh, you know, uh, of course, we could always. Of course, with you, it's a little more recent, so maybe you don't feel this way as much. But me, looking back, I'm like, oh well, I really could have done things a lot differently a lot um you know there's so much that i've learned just from you know operating as a freelancer that i'm like man i i really you know yeah yeah, i could have done that even as a as as someone in the media director position so i guess let's let's start with talking a little bit about let's start with the positive as far as being that in-house media director like on the team let's start with you know some things that you you already kind of alluded to some of them but some things that you liked about you know that approach to church media so probably the target audience we're talking to either they have one main guy that does all their media um, or they have like a youth leader that does their youth group maybe some sports things as well as their design and the one obvious uh, benefit I would say is you're right there with the church team mm-hmm. um, you're in the staff meetings uh, so when someone has a need I mean you're right there face to face and they're able to connect with you easily versus uh, you know if you're not in the office outside they have to go through with an email or a call to get a hold of you so I think the benefit is you're right there with the person you can see in their office talking with them about their project and you have a lot more time to um, kind of push them to come up with a purpose reason and push maybe a design that you would prefer and they might lean more towards since you're in-house versus someone they're contracting out and so I think that camaraderie that you have as an in-house designer whether you're a youth leader doing it part-time or a full-time um, that I think is, is pretty priceless mm-hmm. you can kind of create that as a out-of-house designer but really um you don't have that when you're in-house yeah so yeah i mean i I do remember that again it's it's been a while but i remember that sense of like having like uh for example uh, these brainstorming sessions, mm-hmm. you know, where you could come together with, uh, you know, me as the media guy. I remember uh, one of the things I really did enjoy was preparing for like an Easter Sunday. So it was, you know, me and, you know, maybe the guy that oversaw music and guy overseeing, you know, kind of the outreach portion of it. And we'd all get together and could just brainstorm, you know, ideas in terms of creatively how media uh, could incorporate into all of that. And, you know, I'll be honest, I mean, <clears throat> I enjoyed that and we put together some really good events you know yeah being face to face they're going to share stuff with you that you know they may not share on a a form that you Mm -hmm. fill out if you're a freelance designer or over the phone or something so um, and you're you know a lot of times you're pat the pastor that is decision maker is right there and i will say that's something that in my um 
kind of kind of even more recently that I've tried to try because you know the 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 COVID era we were all going, you know, Zoom calls became the cool thing to do. And so because people, I always preferred something like that, even before COVID, but because it became kind of the norm, it, it now it's easier for me to, you know, tell somebody like, let's, let's not just get on a phone call. Let's not just do this over email. Let's take a time. Let's, let's find the time and let's, let's get on an actual video call. Um, and so that's something, even though it's not, I, I mean, there's a difference between even like this podcast, like you're in the room with me right yeah, now. I yeah. don't do most of my interviews like this. Most of them are over Zoom, but this is oh, okay. this is much more uh, free flowing, you know, sure. because there's yeah. a little bit of Zoom latency and hesitation right, yeah. and, and lag or whatever you want to call it. But I will say trying to bring that into um, incorporate some more of that, like what you're saying, that collaboration of let's not just email about this let's not just submit a form or whatever right. you said which that is part of my process yeah. but let's actually get on a call and, and get on a, a video call and actually see each other's faces mm-hmm. and, and whatnot and so that is something that you know even if you you do have do choose to outsource like you could still kind of incorporate it but yeah there is nothing that replaces in-person collaboration right. you know yeah um so yeah I, that's definitely something like i said i enjoyed that aspect of it um yeah. so we can move on to another yeah Pro. So another pro I would say of having a, an in-house designer would be that that designer uh, will know the inside culture of your church. Uh, so if he's creating a teen activity flyer, right, uh, he might be serving in the teen group on Sundays. Uh, he might be, like myself, taught a, a graphic design class with some of those teens in my class. Mm-hmm. And so um, knowing the inside culture uh, helps you know, like, okay, especially what style will work in this church, yeah, right? What exactly. style will work in this church? Different people, different preferences. And so that's always good to know. And, like, I'm a freelance designer for a church in Ohana, and for years I just designed. That's in Hawaii, right? Hawaii, yeah. I just designed their stuff remotely. And we would work on Slack, but then recently I actually flew to Hawaii and got to meet the deacons there, got to meet the pastor there, and um, just and the building, and literally just like meeting them mm-hmm. uh, gave me a like personal investment in wanting to like make their stuff as best as I can. Yeah, you know, just seeing them in person. So um, I do think we talked about collaboration as well as um, being on the inside of their yeah. culture. Well, yeah, yeah. For, for example, there's something about seeing uh, for something like, uh, let's think about s- display signage. There's something about being in the building sure. and <clears throat> seeing, oh, that's where that sign is actually going to yeah, be. You yeah. know, maybe I would have said do a, you know, a four by six vinyl banner. But now that I'm seeing it, uh, no, why don't we go with a couple different banners mm-hmm. that create, you know, spread across the image. You know, that's that creativity is hard to it's hard to capture that even over like a FaceTime or something like yeah, that. Or you've been to the event that you're designing for, yeah. right? So if yeah. you've been to the Harvest Festival and know, and that's what happened. I went to the Harvest Festival at the church I go to, and it was just incredible. Mm. And so I, I really wanted to emphasize that atmosphere within a design. Mm. So um, what were the two things we talked about? Collaboration. Collaboration. And then like... Um, kind of just being in the space, like able to see and actually, you know, 
you know the physical building and, the and culture and culture. The yeah, yeah, the culture. That's yeah. a great way of putting that's it. That's the word. Yeah, and, and I will say culture is big too on a on a different level. Maybe this could be like a like a sub point of this main point, if you will, um, of just understanding beyond the um, beyond the physical aspects of the property or the campus uh-huh. is learning who they are. Like, for example, if you're going to work at a church full time, there's a very likely chance. This isn't universally true, but there's a very likely chance that you're attending that church and you're going there for, you know, weekly services. And, you know, maybe you're involved on different levels. I know with me, that was the advantage I had uh, when I did work full time as well. That's the church I grew up at. And so I knew the culture inside and out. uh, And, and so that did, that did help because, and I will say, I mean, again, you can learn a little bit of that through as being a freelancer, you know, mm-hmm. longer you are with yeah. a, a, a church working with them, you can kind of learn that. Uh, but you know, being a part of it every week, uh, you know, as far as in-house, that's something that, you know, yeah, I would you can't say it's obviously faster if you're at the church yourself, mm-hmm. of course, that you learn the culture versus um, working remotely for the church. Yeah. So, um, what's another reason? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pro for uh, yeah, still in house. Um, you, I mean, I would say the the speed at which you can communicate yep. with uh, the leaders mm-hmm. of your ministry or an event. You know, um, you and I both we work remotely and uh, we use Slack or email, whatever it is, and you got to wait for that person to reply back. And mm-hmm. then if you don't really understand what they're saying, you got to reply it back to that. So that can create some um, lag time, but. You know, you can literally walk in that person's office and sit down with them and chat with them. There's pros and cons, like chat about random stuff yeah. and you finally get on the topic. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, create some uh, fun atmosphere and um, just kind of, you can sense their vibe on an, an event, whether it's really important you spend a lot of time on or like, hey, this is, this is something really quick. You don't need to spend too much time on. Um, so I feel like... The, the quickness and the, the like kind of realness you get when you talk to them in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just always, I mean, I worked across the campus. I had to walk across the campus. Yeah. But uh, for, for like the school, I was able to go to the, the principal of the school I did work for and talk with them right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, I think that that helps, helps get the project done yeah. sooner. Yeah. And that, that kind of can go along with um, talking about turnaround time. You know, it, yeah. it's a lot. In in pretty much every scenario, if you need something uh, quick, you're you're not necessarily going to get it with a freelancer. Not not. I mean, I I have made exception. Yeah. I've been able to make that happen uh, for certain you know churches I work with. Um, but that's not the normal. That's usually like an exception. Like yeah. oh hey something came up or whatever. Uh, and that is something that. And I don't know if that's a pro or a con. <laughs> But if they're yeah. right down the hall, if you will, sure. to yeah. say, hey, man, we need this design. Now, that I mean, again, they're, for me, and, and again, I know we're supposed to be talking the positive stuff, but for me, I found that to actually be a big Challenge. drawback yeah. mm-hmm. because, it, you know, it, it was, that became, because when I was there, not only was me as the graphic designer, you know, because I was the media director, but the graphic, doing all the design myself, I was there on on property, but also we did all of our printing. The vast majority of our actual Ish. printing we did on property, where they had a, a, a massive uh, digital press yeah. out, you know, on a different building kind of dedicated to printing, and they're not doing as much with that anymore, yeah. thankfully. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was like 
they would they would ask for hey uh, we need we need this designed uh, but we also need it printed and i'm not kidding you there were there were times where it was same day yeah, like yeah, and that that became yeah. my whole day like designing this getting it approved getting it edited getting it proofed r- revising it getting it signed off on it and going out and printing it that yeah. would have represented an entire work now, day now we're gonna get into the cons <laughs> yeah i know i know and that's that's why uh I, i'm jumping ahead of myself a little bit but there there can be advantage to having you know like i said Having someone there in terms of, I think what you're talking about with communication in particular, yeah, quick yeah. turnaround on communication yep. is vital no matter what uh, environment you're in, whether you're working, you know, in-house together or if it's, you know, have a remote guy mm-hmm. I'm outsourcing to. Yeah, like uh, I remember times where I would have a meeting about a theme or a look for an event. I'd go back and work on it either two days later or something. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I can't remember everything he talked about that. Well, freelancing you have to like email and wait and get back and forth but with um being in person you just go straight to them and even say hey you said this thing but i don't know if that's going to work i just try to do something and i'm not coming with anything that looks good Mm -hmm. what if we revise it right you could do that like on the fly right there because you're in person and they can easily just you know reject it or accept it so Yeah. So, I mean, again, like I said, that quick turnaround thing can turn into a con quickly, but what you're talking about in terms of communication, and then I have to say too, though, I mean, I have churches I work with remotely that are great about their communication. They're instant. They they Mm -hmm. get back, you know, the ones that I like, and and again, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself a little bit, but I do like the churches that, uh, that, 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 and I I try to encourage them to do this. They insist we have maybe a weekly or biweekly call so that we can, you know, so we can touch base and talk about what's coming up and have a little bit more of that real time communication. And so, yeah, that's, that's a, that's definitely something that you benefit from though. Cause it's so much more organic when you're, when you're in house. Yep. Um, I don't know what it, it's been so long since I did it. I'm having trouble thinking yeah. of the pros. Um, <laughs> I am too. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I would say, you know, you might come up with a pro, but it might have like a con with it or a negative side yeah. to it. Yeah. Kind of like the turnaround thing. Yeah, turnaround thing. Um, I mean, obviously the pro of being in-house, at least for the designer, is that um, all of the equipment needed, um, you can request that from your church, right? Mm-hmm. They'll buy you your oh, laptop, they yep. get you your desk. They, if you want a camera or a tripod or whatever you might need, um, I mean, I was a print graphic designer, so that equipment I didn't need too much. But if I wanted to do some cool signage, um, I mean, it was all on them. Or if I wanted a, a drawing pad or an iPad or um, an iPad pencil, like they would get that for me. I didn't mm-hmm. have to like worry about me purchasing it. So yeah. obviously all that, the office, everything's on them. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry about any of that. So I felt like that was a yeah. really good thing. Yeah. I mean, I will say uh, this is a larger church, so they have the budget for those kind of things. Sure. I know there's yeah. probably pastors out there that are like, you can get an iPad for me, you know, right. and I understand yeah. that because they yeah. don't necessarily have the budget. But your, your point there is that you have access to, you know, resources that you may not as a as doing some independent. And I can mm-hmm. relate to that and you can as well. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm on my own. All this equipment I need, I have to buy it myself. You have to buy it yourself. Um, and if it breaks, you have to buy yep, it yourself. You have, yep. you have to take care of it. So um, I, I think I think it's a good place for us to kind of uh, pick it up next time. Okay. Uh, and I think I think next time we'll start talking in the next episode. We'll start talking a little bit more about. Uh, there's one more thought I have that kind of transition us from I think this idea of working hiring someone in house, uh, and then talking about maybe transitioning to how you can make that work 
with working with someone and outsourcing it. So we are so glad you joined us for this episode. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever you may listen to podcasts. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends. You can connect with us online at mustincrease.com. And if you'd like a topic or question to be featured on a future episode, send us a text to 615-900-4461. Thanks again for joining us for this episode. And we look forward to seeing you next time as we continue to increase truth and inspire hope in the lives of others right here on the Must Increase podcast. (laughs) 